Snakey Tap Tour is back. We're uh, it's a Friday night. We're in a busy G and D, but you know what do you expect? It's about time we have another lovely lady on the pod. Um, so who better than the landlady of my favourite pub, the G and D, Lynn Shill? How are you, Lynn? I'm okay, thank you, sir. A little bit nervous. Yeah, I'm really nervous. Don't be nervous. The thing is, what you've got to remember is, there's many men out there most that you know as well that would probably pay a subscription to hear you whisper into their ear once a month so don't worry about that at all so are you all good though yeah ready for the world cup really ready for the world cup all getting christmas yeah getting ready for the christmas let's go up next week oh lovely so yeah so as i've mentioned already we're recording in the gnd um it's a pub that as you well know has been part of my life for a very long time part of your life for a very long time it's also home of Hillside Rangers, yeah. the the football boys. You're always a welcoming host on a Sunday morning to us. Uh, and the boys are all heading down this evening for a night out as well. Um, I call it a true local. Yes, I agree. I think it's true local because I think, as I've just literally had there, I've walked in on a walked in and straight away it's like, everyone I know is, you know, it, it's familiar faces all the time. You can almost say your clock by who comes in at what time and what end they stand and, and you know what they drink they don't yeah. really, unless it's summertime they might go on the ciders but yeah they're pretty pretty loyal lot oh good stuff well as i've mentioned then we might get interrupted by the boys uh if they do we'll just have to tell them to sling their <laughs> true true landlady soul so we'll stop you know as well as this being pub related I want to get an idea of your your relationship with booze over the years and things like that. So we'll go back to the start. I love it when I have someone of a different era uh, to myself because I like to hear how times change. So I'm not trying to make you feel old, I promise. Uh, promise. But well, so what were your early experiences of drinking? I was a bit of a late starter, really, because I had, had my kids really young. So I didn't really start drinking probably until I was about, oh, she says, about 25, 26. Okay. And yeah, and I suppose a night out as a mum sort of things so are like a little bit different. So yeah, you, completely. You different. probably didn't have that sort of, you know, that local pub that you went to every night and that teenager. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I mean I think the first early recollection of drinks was probably the Bacardi Breezers, <laughs> uh, the dreaded K cider, Tia Maria, and Diet Coke. I was always sick. I was a bit of a lightweight. Oh, no. I can't believe that for a second. <laughs> um, but so then let's go into from a pub point of view then. So you were a hairdresser by trade. I was indeed, yes. Um, and then obviously started working here. Now that's quite a bit of a story, really. It was a neighbour that told me that, you know, that they were looking for staff here and that's when harry richardson had it my mum dropped me off oh, and really? i was so petrified i thought i can never ever do she literally shoved me at the door obviously i had my trial and um got the job and uh been here ever since yeah rest is history I'm see the harry richardson days that's the, yeah. that was my first memory really yeah. of the gnd yeah, that great. our dad's mate harry uh owned the pub so then I've been known to sort of like, you know, cut hair while guys have got a pint in front of them, like by the dartboard. So I have been known to do that. But yeah, I had, you know, Harry taught me all I knew, run a great pub. And, uh, you know, it's so unique, the George. Yeah. Really. So then, 
So we're going to, you know, I've said about a little bit further down my notes that we can't go without mentioning Mick, Michael. So no, Michael Shill, the legend, your, your husband, a man that means so much, so many people Absolutely. in this pub. Um, but so how did he then, did you two meet at the pub? No, we didn't. I cut Harry's hair, his son's hair. That's how I met him um, in the barbers. And um, he had my number because I used to cut Harry's hair at home. And then one night I was out with girls and I bumped into the boys and Mike was one of them. And then I got this mad random message going, you know, if you want to go out for a drink sometime. And at the time I was like, you know, oh, is that Mickey Shill? I'm not really interested. Um, we did, and the two people we went out with, they ended up having a massive party. And me and Mike just got on like a house on fire, and obviously the, the rest was history. Oh, perfect. And so, then, so then how did it go from that, you working in the G&D, to owning the G&D? The G&D was quite a, a, a journey, really, because obviously Mike then got the hair and hounds. Then we were getting on really well, and Mike's stupid ideas about let's get a pub together. And I went, all right, then. Um, so then, obviously, I knew this was coming up um, to buy, and yeah, so we went for it and got it, and yeah, the rest is history. Really. Yeah, and the thing about the pub, for people that have been to the pub, they'll know what I'm talking about. There's listeners, I've got listeners in Leeds, I've got listeners everywhere, but hope he says. You know, the G&D, it hasn't changed, really. No. Layout, it's, no. it's still the pub that I remember coming in for the first time, and... I think yeah. that's part of it. So you two didn't make any major changes? No, didn't... not at all. I mean, obviously, I must admit, I have done the toilets since which is, uh, Michael used to say, we don't need to do them well. Men do care where they, you know, have a wee. Uh, yeah, no, generally, no. It's just I've just given it a bit of TLC over the last year yeah. or so. It's been looking a bit shabby, but I would never change. We've got no. the Watney sign. Yeah, I, I, know, I still notice that behind the bar every time never, I come in. Ever it's part of the pub it's part of the character and i think that a characters i think so many pubs now that you go into and even like using it as a as an, as an example it's like toby carberry's used to have all those pictures up and the jugs out and all things like that they're just soulless now so if you can keep a pub like this yeah it, i think the thing is there's not many traditional pubs left really i mean it's over 500 years old and it's you know it's we are what we are i wouldn't want to change it you know it's just in my opinion just well a great atmosphere one of the best pubs there is but and i would say that you would say that <laughs> but i would i would agree with you so um my memories of the gnd really is obviously we started the football team seven years ago now and then we had a seven. seven years so we had a year where we just sort of we were still young and we were like well we don't really need to do anything after games we just play and go and then i think i think it was martin that said well you know Mick, Mick would happily have you guys back at the at the pub. So we added, I came and saw him and said, right, we've got the Sunday league team. He went straight away, right, take chef's number, Andy. Andy, great bloke, gutted when he went to Spain. But yeah, take Andy's number, tell him how many of you coming back and, and you just, you've looked after us from, from it all, through it all, COVID everything. You... It's so easy to look after your boys, you, you know, you just, and it's great to see you all grow up and, you know, you're all now getting married and there's babies on the way. And and, and for me, it's it's been lovely to see that, and, you know, you're a great part of the pub. Yeah. Sundays it's... are not 
the same when you don't come in. No, thank That's you. Fun. Well, we've already got our Christmas do, but, yeah. <laughs> but the one story that really stepped, like, you know, and I've mentioned here, like, so let's go from the football quick. I remember we won the league and Mick came to watch it. It was at, uh, at Monk's Rec and it was quite a, a hostile game, to say the least, but we managed to win the game. Well, draw the game, win the league, and we were like, swap bag, let's get out of this straight away. We need to leave. So we came and the league actually said, as Lloyd Rendell said, oh, we'll do the, um, we'll do the trophy we'll give you the trophy at the pub. We can't do it here. It's all going to kick off. I remember that. So he came back and we were all by the dartboard. And the thing, as we said, you say Sundays and it being a local pub, there were all kinds of people in here. There were people on first dates. There were families with three generations having their Sunday lunch. There was the old boy drinking from his tankard in the corner. And then up by the dartboard, there were 25 <laughs> there we blokes standing on chairs, singing. Mick was coming out of crazy Jager bombs. We were spraying champagne out the front of the pub. And it was just, you know, if I could bottle that night out and just sip it from time to time, I would. Because it was a bank holiday Sunday as well. Just an absolute classic night. And, you know, and wouldn't it have been great if someone had videoed that? Yeah. Because that really was just it, a, and it, a it's, classic one that you'll yeah. never forget. And, and, like, even to the point where, with memories from here for me, like, we would when we go to the Savoy for the boxing writers, we'd yeah. leave from here. I had my first ever lock in here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've had a few of those. We've over had a few years. of those over the years. It's well, a... hopefully, if we have a cup fight, not that you know, if Sussex police are listening, it's not going to happen. <laughs> no, but if we had, if we had a cup final and we get and we win, maybe we'll have a lock in. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Well, we've got to get there first. <laughs> exactly. We're exactly. Get there first. Um, but then, so let's. Oh, two sets. So let's dive straight back in then, Lynn. So what is life like as a landlady? Life as a landlady, it's not a job, it's a lifestyle. And one I struggled with for a couple of years after losing Mike. But, you know, I, it's, it's amazing. Um, it's hard work. It's 24-7. But saying that, I've finally got a great team behind me now and I can sort of take it a little bit easier. I've learned a lot. I've made a few mistakes along the way, you know, ordering the wrong beer for a start, <laughs> you know, eating sort of cakes of Foster's and nothing else. But, you know, hey-ho, <laughs> you live and you learn. You learn from those mistakes. You certainly do. But there's the ordering, the staffing, you know, and just generally everything else. But also... It's just such a community pub and you just get behind that bar and, and just see the people that come through that door. Yeah. And yeah, I think now I'm very lucky to, to, to be where I am really. I think a major part of the success of the pub really I would say is like it's everyone that works here is always friendly. Like over the years, every like we like there's been people no like known through the years, whatever like they're always friendly, approachable people. The worst, the last thing you want is somebody at the bar in the bar that goes, what do you want? No, absolutely, because let's be honest, you know, in this day and age, anyone can put their money wherever they want. And, you know, hopefully that that I can create that right atmosphere. And, and it's, it's not false, you know, we are what we are. Um, we're just a traditional old English pub with probably the oldest landlady no, in the no world. Chance, no <laughs> chance, no chance. Um, but, you, you know, you spoke about, like, um, a second ago, you just sort of mentioned that you've, you've tweaked it and you've worked it and you've got that. So what would you say that winning formula is for you? 
Women Formula is, is obviously my journey is slightly different to everyone else's, is understanding my business and not, you know, obviously before I didn't have anything to do with the business side of running things. I just used to work the bar and make everyone sausage rolls and cakes. <laughs> so it was a bit of a wake up call when I obviously when I was doing it on my own. Um, I'm very blessed. I've got a great team behind me. I don't pretend to be anything that I'm not. You know, it's I'm, I'm not gastro, and like I said, I've made a few things along mistakes along the way, but I'm just a traditional yeah. English pub with hopefully, if you walked in that door, you'd get a warm welcome. Oh, you'd absolutely. You get a good beer. We've got a good selection of beers. You know, I. Just what we are, really. The the thing I love about this place, I've done it so many times over the years, is Christmas Eve is always packed, That's isn't it? It's absolutely ramo. Absolute favourite day. And now we've got the music set up and, you know, everywhere. It's great just blasting out those Christmas yeah. tunes. And you get the same people come back. You know, I've got, there's a group of, that books always book the fireplace. And that's yeah, the cricket club. That's is, all, that's right, you know, yeah. the Duns yeah, and all, all those crew. Like. And it wouldn't be the same without them. No. You know, they, they just, it's, they, it's just a great, I like to think it's a great atmosphere. And now that we've got all the decorations and that, and I, it's so Christmassy in here now. And that's down to sort of my daughter in law, <laughs> really, who pushed for that for years. But it is really quite Christmassy. Oh, good. Well, I look forward to that. Look forward to a few Christmas beers down here. Um, so, going to mention the C word, COVID. I'm so glad the pub survived. Yeah, so am I. It's, it's been a journey. It wasn't easy. But if I'm honest, Sam, COVID did me that I had the best lockdown ever. <laughs> if I'm honest, because the pressure was off and there was nothing I could do about yeah, it. Yeah, your hands were your it hands were tied. tied. You, yeah. you just, I yeah. can't open. Don't worry. I can't open. I spent many a day down here with my dog and listening to Fatboy Slim blaring out and just painting and learned quite a bit of DIY skills, to be honest oh, nice. with you. So, yeah, it was, it was, it, it did me the power of good. It made me every time to understand the business more and get my head straight and, you know, fall back in love with the Georgian Dragon. You know, it is pretty unique. And, yeah, I was determined to, to give it my all, and so far, so good. Yeah, absolutely. I remember I, I came in on the, you know, the uh, November lockdown. Yeah. That Wednesday in yeah. the October, we made a point of saying, we put in the football yeah. chat, we said, right, D&D is closing again for a month. If you can get down there, yeah. get down there. And yeah. we had a great day, great yeah. evening. And again, like... I think by that point, everyone was so fed up of, like, why are we going back into lockdown that the pub was rammed. The pub, yeah. like, it was rammed, yeah, considering, like, the, yeah. the restrictions and things. Yeah, yeah we were. I decided not to open up back up on the other one because it was stupid, sort of, like, you've got to have food with a beer. It, it was... It was um, impossible. Like no, no atmosphere. And no. I, and, I, and I'm glad that I stuck with that because talking to other publicans, they said it's really hard work and yeah. no atmosphere. No, I know. I remember we, you know, we were trying, our, trying desperately to be like, oh, well, what can we do? Or, you know, where could, we went to the we went to the John Selden for our work Christmas do on tables of six. Yeah. And you know, yeah. you, you can't get up and talk and. Yeah. From a from a hospitality point of view, you like you've absolutely nailed, you've smashed it from what you could do with oh, the op opportunities that. you had. Yeah. But 
it's nice to see the pub. As I say, it's a Friday night and it's thriving and. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I can pinch myself sometimes. You know, it's not through not hard work. Um, but yeah, I am. You know, I don't get complacent and I don't take things for granted anymore. But yeah, it is. You know, it's pretty. I think it's special. Oh, absolutely. And like I sort of, you've, you've mentioned it a little bit. Like some things you've tried have been good, some things you've tried have been bad. But you kind of you feel zen you feel like you've got it how yeah, it is now absolutely i think i have you know obviously with the kitchen you know we've gone back to the you know i've got the kitchen back and we've gone back we're a pub that does you know traditional pub grub you know and it's working and again it's sort of like understanding your brand doesn't it because i did just sort of like the mist come over and you know i'd forgotten how amazing this place is and it is so unique personally and we're just going to keep chipping away at it and, you know, see, I'm looking forward to seeing where we're going. Yeah, good. Well, I'll always be here, you know that, You're, with our darts on a Tuesday. Yeah, um, we can do the same without you. So, I've mentioned, so future plans, so it isn't a sports pub and it's nice that you've mentioned that because you've said, like, it's a very traditional pub and there is a place for traditional pubs, certainly. But the World Cup's on, and that is on free-to-air TV. We're, we're all geared up for the World You're Cup. You're ready for the World I Cup. Mean, the last one was, you know, that, you did, that was brilliant. But we've got the marquee gone up in the garden. We do get, you know, quite it's quite a rugby pub, obviously. Yeah, so six. You always it's always packed yeah, for the Six Nations, yeah. and I've never bothered with Sky. Um, it's not really anything. I don't think it would work. Well, we've tried it many, and it didn't work. But we're, you know, it's, it's small. But I'm really looking forward to the World Cup. We've got a few tables booked already. And yeah, let's see where that goes. Let's see where that goes. That's going to be interesting. Um, but as I've right, so the last point on the pub then. So for anyone might be in Worthing, never been to the pub, might not be from Worthing, and might might come down one day to the pub. Sell us the G and D, oh. Lynn. Why should they come? Oh, okay, I we are a proper pub, full of atmosphere, amazing staff good selection of beers and like I said before probably the oldest landlady in Worthing <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> the most glamorous landlady in Worthing that. if I say so myself. and I can kick the bell with my and thoughts. you can kick the bell yes, which hopefully I'm going to get a bit I'm going to get a little video yeah. chuck that on the on the Instagram <laughs> um so we'll just go through the quick questions so the little Q&A that I do so I mean the first one maybe self-explanatory but you might have somewhere abroad or different but so you can only go to one pub for the rest of your life where and why mm, let me think about that one well obviously it's going to be this one. it's going to be the gnd and let's be honest I'll, you know I th you mentioned you've listened to a few podcasts it was my choice it's my choice russ cook's choice mason crane's choice mason crane yeah. opened with well let's be honest it's where we go on on Christmas Eve, so yeah. for that alone, yeah, so it is. It's the pub that comes up a lot for sure. Um, is there a night out that sticks in your mind? One night out. What do you mean, sort of like from like here? Big, well, either here or you. I think it's got to be. I don't. Yeah, I don't think you were here. You weren't here at our wedding reception. No, mum and dad oh, were. My Lord. We had marquees all in the garden. It was carnage. We ended up having our first. Dance up on the roof. Um, yeah, it was just amazing. And to be in the, the 
our pub with that atmosphere with all our friends and you know all our regulars was yeah but that was a pretty good night yeah I'm not gonna lie no that sounds ideal uh dream bar crawl mm, so bar crawl. three Can so I three see? people dead or alive i'd go with oliver reed well yeah and then it would have to Big be drinker. massive drinker. Then it'd have to be obviously my bestie, which is Sue Jennings. Yeah. And then it obviously, yeah, it'd have to be Michael. Yeah. Um, that would be a hell of a night out. It would be carnage. And where would you go? Is there anywhere you'd go? Ooh, would you start in the G&D and work somewhere I'd or would you probably, take them abroad? Or? No, I'd probably start in the G&D. Yeah. And then it, it would be so bad. I would then end up probably in Hove. Paris's maybe nice. somewhere along those routes because you really wouldn't have seen me drunk in my own pub. I can't handle my drink. That's a that's a hell of a bar crawl. Yeah, that would be G and D to Hove with yeah. Oliver Reed. I think he'd be um Yeah. He he'd enjoy that. So I've put in, like when I ask this question to just normal people, but end of the night landlords on the last order back. Most of the time that's you. So you're in the pub, it's full, It's for, like tonight, it's full, you're going, or maybe even Christmas Eve, well, we won't do Christmas Eve, because I don't want you to go for a Christmas song, but it's a full pub, you ring the last bell, you go, right, you lot, I've had a great night, but you've got to sling your hook, but have your last drink, and I'm going to put a song on, what song are you going for? I've done it quite a few times, and it'd be, I did it my way, Yeah. Frank Sinatra, it just finishes such a great night off. Everyone ends up singing it, and then they sing themselves out. Sing themselves out. Probably with a little push with yeah. But it is, yeah, it's sensational, and I've done it two yeah. or three times on busy nights, and it just sort of just finishes the night off, so that's what I would do. Oh, ideal, yeah. Yeah, unusual. No, really, I, I think that's it good. It, as you say, it's one of those songs that, Everyone Everyone. knows. People don't listen to it, but people know it as soon as it's on. Yeah. Hugging each other. Yeah, it works. Favorite drink? Champagne girl. Champagne. Of course, she is expensive taste. (laughs) I can drink prosecco. (laughs) Um, So I'm just going to do quick fire questions. So bottles or cans? Mm, Bottles. Bottles. That's a proper landlady. That you don't do cans inside. Pub or club? It's got to be pub. Got to be pub. You know, if if you were going club, something's gone wrong there. Too old. Type of alcohol? Anything that's got bubbles in it, really. Yeah, nice. And then, favourite TV pub? Is there a TV pub you would want to be the landlady at? See, I gave that some thought, and it's going to have to be the Wolfpack, isn't it? Oh, really? That traditional. Yeah, the Wolfpack. See me behind that bar with the dingles in for their Sunday lunch. Yeah, I think that would work. Yeah, I could see yeah, that, the wall, the wall pack. Um, and then, don't worry if you haven't got one tonight. Have you thought of a would you rather? Oh, what, would I rather not be a publican? No, so like you say, <laughs> would would you rather, you say to the, the listeners, you give them a thing of, would you rather run the G&D or run the wall pack in Emmerdale? You know what? That's not a bad question. That would get them thinking. Yeah, run the G&D or run the Woolpack. Yeah, I think that's quite a good one. Well, Lynn, I'm going to let you get back behind that bar. Thank you.
I need another beer now, so uh, and I'm going to buy you a drink. But thank you so much oh, for sitting down for with me. Oh, I couldn't yeah, couldn't you. do a beer related podcast without oh, getting my favourite so landlady. Yeah, no, nothing to that. be nervous about. And if there are any men listening that want to sign up to that <laughs> subscription, um, it's onlylin.com. Uh, cheers, Lynn. See you oh, later. Cheers.